Oh, uh, hey there, sport. Hey, listen, the daddy thing, it's dead, okay? Like, we got to stop with the whole calling a guy daddy thing. Don't call me daddy. We get it. You know, father, fine. The cult idea, fine. That's okay. The daddy thing, I started that, like, eight years ago. I didn't realize everybody was going to do it. I didn't realize girls were going to start wanting you to call them that sexually. So... Please, you know, Mersh is over there calling himself the night daddy now. We got to get over this whole daddy thing. It's over. I tried to get rid of this like a year and a half ago. People wouldn't listen to me. Please. It, uh, today, though, is, of course, daddy's day. But when I say that, I'm referring to my dad. You know, happy daddy's day. This is daddy's day seven. I'm referring to my dad. So later in the show, I am going to have my dad on the program, and he is going to go over with me the our family's sense of humor i have a document here (laughs) it's sort of a you'll see it's sort of a document on my family's sense of humor but before that um the one thing you could still call me is of course the goon father and speaking of daddies being dead one of our goons well his dad has met a tragic end There's uh, some good goon stuff to go over tonight, all for Daddy's Day. Welcome. If you're a dad out there, um, more power to you. Happy Daddy's Day. I hope you enjoy this one. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful, fuck you, faggot. Hot boy. Hey everybody, uh, Pot Awful, we're back, sorry about last week, I didn't really do any shows, my apologies, I know a lot of you guys depend on me, I heard a lot of uh, nice things said while I was gone, I apologize, I just, I didn't have anything to do. Was a little down in the dumps. I wouldn't have had the right energy for you. So I wanted to come back with at least enough energy to put on a good show. I'd rather not do a show than put on a bad show. So I hope you understand. I hope that's okay with everybody. You know, these other guys, other podcasters, they fucking take vacations, okay? They'll take months, weeks off. It's like it's nothing to them. Uh, Pot Awful, it's my vacation from being depressed, okay? So last week, not a vacation for me all right are we good now are we cool everybody good on that all right i hope we're cool everybody uh saying hi in the chat room we're live as we are every sunday wednesday friday 8 p.m eastern time over potawful.tv got the live video stream going on got the chat room going on see what they're saying in that chat room best intro ever thank you so much you have the face of an ugly chick says static void thank you static void uh you do you jesse Who's supposed to keep me from minecrafting myself if Jesse is down in the dumps? I Look, I heard that a lot. I honestly heard that from a lot of people. That's why I'm apologizing. I don't think I should apologize. Like, I think I should be able to take a fucking week off just whenever or even just random days. But especially for the free episodes. But, uh, you know, I get it. Like, I get it. If I had a pot awful to watch, I'd be like, fuck you, taking a week off. So, again, I do apologize it's fine. Yeah, fuck those shitty vacation podcasts, says Based Cringe. <laughs> Jesse, you look refreshed. I'm not. I am not refreshed. I promise you, we're, I'm just slightly better, okay? Slightly better off, 
but I had to come back for Daddy's Day. Couldn't miss Daddy's Day 7. Our seventh Daddy's Day here at Pot Awful. Can you believe it? We only started doing them three years into the podcast. <laughs> the great annual Jesse depression is over. Thank dear God. We're almost there. And, you know, we'll see. We'll fucking see. I have a Jesse Tulpa to keep my uh, going, to keep me going on these rare occasions, says Patrick. I hope that's true. Lock yourself in a dungeon. Already do. Okay, so <laughs> that is where I'm at. Jesse, what the fuck happened to the John Lennon glasses? I would, here's what I want. I dare you to find me a picture of John Lennon wearing small, round, blue glasses. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I dare you to find me a picture of that. I still got them. I wear different glasses. Is that okay? Is that fine? Are we good with that? Can we get into some fucking goon Goon content? I hope that's fine with you guys. I think you're going to enjoy this one, but before we get into it, I've got to uh, introduce the goon, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Ching Chang Chong. A Vietnamese man with poor mental health in a bedroom surrounded by pictures of himself. He'll rap about folk as it's his favorite soup. Picture magnets on his car from the secrets kept Facebook group. Kung Lao special news running crime syndicates. Library shootings are his favorite. A love so strong even death cannot defeat it. Chang is a 50-year-old virgin, believe it. Ching Chang Chong teeth black like hoisin. Making ladies wet is his sweetest poison. He wants to make a movie, now isn't that funny? And fuck DeAndre Smith, you know she'll never get money. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Ching Chang Chong, one of our all-time favorite goons for real. We've been covering him for a little over a year now, and the entire time we've been talking about him, uh, we've noticed a horrifying thing in the background of many of his videos, and it turned out that horrifying thing was his father. His father has been dying for years now, just slowly dying, and unfortunate news on this Daddy's Day uh, we have a video here from Ching Chang Chong that's labeled Goodbye Father. Ching Chang Chong, in his own words. My dad has passed away as a son, as a writer. <laughs> I could never write a story as great as being the son of my father. Wow, beautiful. He was a broken man hmm. that gave us perfect hope to help the community where we came from, to help the, you know, the needy. The He taught us to uh, cherish all the people. Even when he belittled me, I knew it was of good intention. I didn't write this all down, but he's my perfect story. I can never Aww. write anything better than that. Wow. That's actually, that is actually really, really sweet. And my heart goes out to Ching Ching Chong. I, of course, am blessed enough that I will be speaking to my father, who's an older man, you know, he's getting up there in years. I'll be speaking to my father later in the show. So to hear something like that, that honestly, it really touches me. Toast to my father A toast. for bringing the best Cheers. man out of me. For making me. Here's to you, Ching Cheng Chong Sr. At least try to be my best. 
by far the best. <laughs> so his dad made him the best. And the best, of course, is being a 50-year-old man who has never been employed and is an alcoholic. A toast to Ching Cheng Chong's dad. Beautiful words, beautiful respect shown for the man who passed away. And um, just to go along with that beautiful respect and that beautiful thing, uh, here's a video of his dad in the process of dying. It's called Daddy is Gone. Ching Cheng Chong filmed it <laughs> because of course he did because every single time his dad has gone to the hospital, despite the nurses telling him to stop filming, he goes in there and he films his father dying. Here he is, a corpse. Dad just passed away. Dad just passed away. Uh, um, 8.15 a.m. Um, uh, June 9th, Sunday. Um, his heart stopped, right? Yeah. It just stopped. <laughs> yeah. His heart stopped, right? Well, I mean, if he's dead. Uh, by the way, in the chat room, they're saying that his dad's name is Ding Dang Tong. That is, of course it is. Yes. I mean, yeah, you're right. Ching Chang Chong, daddy, Ding Dang Dong. Here's his brother, King Kang Kong, by the way, which I think I think one of those actually is his name. It might be Kong or something like that. His brother, even more retarded than Chang, if you'll believe it. Um, but here he is filming the death of his father. He asked the nurse. His heart stopped, right? And the nurse is like, well, yeah, you know, I mean, he's dead. He died a minute ago. Remember when you watched him die? That means his heart stopped. So let's keep looking at Ding Ding Dong's corpse. I did die. Oof, there it is. That's a dead guy. You're looking at a body. So they're uh, Vietnamese. So his mom is now doing, she's preparing a ritual. She's doing a chant and she's going to start rubbing his head and doing this chant. And it's uh, to prepare for an ancient Vietnamese tradition called the scooping. scooping. Classic scooping preparations. Guys, this is exactly like when Logan Paul went into that Japanese forest, by the way. I'm not supposed to show this. Please don't report this. I'm going to give you guys time with him. You know, of take all the time you need. Thank you. I would really abuse that whole I'm going to give you all the time you need thing. Really? Can we have, I don't know, 14 days? What do you say? <laughs> Can we just play with his corpse? Okay, there you go. So there's the death of his father. She's preparing him for the scooping. Now, of course, Ching Cheng Chong, he documents the entire proceedings. There ain't no stopping Ching Cheng Chong. I would say currently on his channel, on his Ching Cheng channel, <laughs> there is uh, in the neighborhood of 50 videos related to his father's death. Um, all the different, you know, he lives in this Vietnamese community in Florida, this big Catholic Vietnamese community, and they're always having family reunions and weddings. Every week or so, he's doing a new video at some sort of event these people are all at, 
And so they've had a wake for him. They've had the funeral. They've had these parties, these prayer vigils, all these different things. Ching Chang Chong has filmed it all. Here's one from a series called Ended Right, which I got to be honest, I don't think Ching Ch- Ding Dang Dong's life ended right. I don't think he was happy at the end because despite the fact that he's been out of it for so long, he was well aware that at the very least two of his children, and I think the oldest two, are complete failures, just worthless losers. Now, one of them is psychotic enough that I'm going to give him the pass on that. An Asian guy, you know, a tiger dad, he might not be so happy about that anyway. I'd give him the pass. But Ching Chang Chong, he could have a job. Okay, he's not that out of it. He chooses not to because he's an alcoholic. And this proves a theory we've had about Ching Ching Chong for a long time. We've always assumed his dad hates him. His dad is disappointed in him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have our proof now because if Ching Ching Chong's dad loved him, then it would be a love so true, even death could not defeat it. And yet here we are, defeated by death. Unbelievable stuff. So here's uh, number nine in a series called Ended Right on Ching Ching Chong's dad death. Here's the body laying in state. As you can see, it's been completely hollowed out. That's his hollowed body right there. That's the result of the scooping, the ancient tradition of the Vietnamese people. They go in there with the same thing you hollow out a pumpkin with. They scoop out all his innards. They serve it to the guests, and they bake it inside an iguana that they caught out under the overpass. And uh, that is the traditional meal served at the wake of a dead person in Vietnam, the scooping. Here's his whole family, by the way, standing near the casket, except for him, because they don't want him anywhere near this. And I want you to pay careful attention to the two ladies on the right here, uh, because they are not happy with his filming. And, yeah, okay, so she's, like, doing that thing where she's, like, sucking her teeth, looking at him, like, okay, you're really going to be doing this, huh? You fucking loser. You're really doing this right now. And she whispers over to the other one. Now the other one's looking at him. She wasn't looking at him before. This one whispers. Now she's looking, because she whispers. She goes, Chow's over there. He is fucking filming again. Can we tell him to stop? Nothing goes to waste, they say in the chat room. That's right. You can't let anything go to waste in Vietnam. So then Chang sees they're whispering about him, and he walks away. But he wants to get the body. That's what he's here for. So he's pretending he's filming this photo right here, but there's the body in the background. He's trying to get the sweet dad shots. And there's, look at her. She's still not happy. That is an angry lady right there. I can't believe what he's fucking doing. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is Ching Chang Chong, a 50-year-old man. He is absolutely 50 years old. He might even be 51 at this point. It's hard to tell. It is honestly hard to tell. Uh, IRL, $5, TTS. Wait, what? I don't know what that means. Oh, is that like a live streaming thing? I didn't understand. Slanted camera angle. What are you trying to say? Asians are whack. Well, that seems 
mean. Chang, Chang, Chang Gang secure the corpse. Ground up dead dad makes the best aphrodisiac. Yeah, here's the thing. If you uh, really want to get a woman, like let's say you're like Ching Chang Chong, you're a 50-year-old virgin, you've never slept with a woman. What you do is you get some of the scoopings, you powder them, and then you rub them across, you get your dick erect. <laughs> No, okay, hang on, that's too far. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Daddy's Day, everybody. Let's get our minds out of the gutter, please, honestly. But again, that is an Asian thing. That's part of their culture. It's not my culture. I can't say that their culture is bad. Cultures are just different and beautiful. The diversity, our greatest strength, love diversity. Chang, though, does want to be a dad himself, I'm sure. Being 50 years old and his entire life falling apart around him, now his dad isn't there to support him anymore. And by the way, him also being outed as a fraud, as you guys may already know, Ching Cheng Chong, uh, he claims to be a man named Cho Van Jung, um, but he's actually stealing that identity. He's stealing the identity of a man named Cho Van Jung who wrote a movie called Secrets Kept, and wrote a book, all these things. He's an author, he's a filmmaker, a brilliant writer. He pretends to be this person. He's obviously not, doesn't look anything like the real Joe Von Jung. Um, and I think because his life is collapsing all around him, because people are finally calling him out for being a fraud, he's sort of taking account of his life and realizing I should have done things differently. I should have had a kid. I should have been a daddy so I could celebrate Father's Day with the rest of them. So he's been stealing a baby, and I'm not kidding about this. One of his brothers or sisters has a kid, has a little baby named Liv, and he has been stealing her from them and just hanging out with a baby. And it's getting a little bit LGBT, okay? It's getting a little dicey. It's getting a little pride monthy. Go whatever's going on there. And I don't think the parents are aware of the things he's doing with this baby. Here's a video, and this is the real title of it. This is what he titled it. He says, earning money for Secrets Kept movie, the movie he pretends that he's making, and baby live in cage fighting. So he's using a baby for cage fighting to earn money. I don't want you to worry for me, okay? Uncle Joe have to go back to the cage. Uncle Joe have to go to the cage. Uncle Joe have to fight. I gotta own my money. He's talking to the baby. The baby's staring at him, just smiling, because as far as a baby's concerned, this is the face of a clown. I gotta own my money. I like a clown from It. I gotta own the money to make Secrets Cap movie. I gotta... You... Don't worry for me, okay? I will be safe. I will be safe. Secrets kept movie. Once I'm gone, you take the money. It's all yours. He's advertising his movie to a baby that he stole. <laughs> okay? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a new low. <laughs> this is a brand new low. Okay? Okay, there you go. That's the video. He has a lot of these videos. There's a lot of videos 
featuring Chang and a stolen baby. And I think we should be reporting him to CPS or something. There's no way he should be handling children whatsoever. I don't think the parents are aware. Please, whatever you do, uh, help out Baby Live by calling out Chang on his profile. Go to all the videos of his dead father or whatever, whatever videos you want and go in there and say, you are not the real Chow Van Trong. Okay, that's spelled C-H-A-U-V-A-N-T-R-U-O-N-G. I'm sure someone will put it in the chat here for you. Go there and say he's not the real one. He's faking it. He didn't write Secrets Kept. We need the word out there that he is a hoaxer and a scam artist because I don't think there's any other way we can get the people to listen to us about him handling this baby, okay? He's an identity thief, and we need to stop him. Anyway, that's Ching Chang Chong. My apologies to his father for the 50 years he had to deal with Chang. Happy Daddy's Day to his spirit up there in Chinese heaven. And let's go on to our next goon, our other probably most favorite goon in the pot awful verse, ladies and gentlemen. I seem like a mega faggot when I play Call of Duty and do some dumb shit for the comedic response. But I stop and I move on. I do something else. His name is Rufio Fionics. He's cool and fast like Sonic, but he's more into knuckles. Yeah, he's handy in a scuffle and he's honest and upfront. Never been a social cunt. Please don't be an ass on Facebook when Ruby rocks the whole damn play shook. Rufy, oh, Rufy, oh, Rufy, oh, Rufy, oh, Rufy, oh. Yeah, I'm a Rufy, that hoe. Eric, you're welcome. You are welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Rufio Fionics. You know him, you love him, or maybe you don't. You might not know him. I'll be honest with you. Rufio has been a mostly pizza fund only goon, but those pizza fund only shows have been some of the greatest pot awful episodes of all time. So if you don't know who we're talking about here, give it a month, okay? Just try out the pizza fund at the $12 level for a month. I'm not even trying to really promote it the uh, pizza fun thing. I'm just trying to promote his episodes because he truly is one of the greatest goons. Uh, For those of you who don't know, you know, I was going through all the goons and thinking about who's a dad. Like, are any of them fathers? Very few of them are. But Rufio is a father. He has a son. A good old son. His six-year-old son. Dickhead! He's got a kid. Now, he, of course does not take care of his kid. His child, I believe, much like him... Well, he claims to be autistic. There's some speculation that he's not. I don't believe he actually is. But I think his son is autistic. And I think his parents take care of his son for him while he sits at home at his own apartment alone um, playing video games all day instead of taking care of his son. So I was going through some Rufio content here because we're going to have an episode about Rufio coming up next Sunday, okay? Coming up next Sunday, our first big, free, Rufio-centric episode coming up. I've been very excited about this one. It's been on the horizon for a long time. So I've been going through his content for a while now, and I was shocked to hear him say something about his son because it's really Rufio turning over a new leaf. In fact, it's in a video where Rufio is turning over a new leaf in general 
You see, Rufio's been going through a lot of changes. Ever since Pot Awful entered his life, I tried to give him fans. I tried to help him out. He turned his back on us. He spit in my face. He murdered my best friend, probably. And I think Rufio has had sort of a mental breakdown as a result of all of this. He's gone through many, many different names. I mean, let me try to think of some of them off of the top of my head. There's Rufio Fionix, Ruby Rocks, uh, Darth Rexperia, Smegma Spasm Celibacy, um, Gamer X Yes HD, VV Ruby, and now he's even got a brand new name. Now we'll talk about all of that next week. We'll go over this entire video next week, but I wanted to, for Father's Day, hone in on this part of this clip because it's him turning over this new leaf when it comes to his son. I We've been saying for a long time, you got to take care of your kid. You've got to show interest in him. You should be raising him. Where is the mother? All these different things. Ladies and gentlemen, take a listen to this. You're not going to believe it. Rufio turning over a new leaf. And on YouTube, I've always been able to, uh, to find therapy from the experiences I used to have, right? The, the not, it doesn't have to be sensical to, to be uplifting or entertaining. Some of the dumbest shit on the world. Look, there are a lot of children in 2019 still watching the Teletubbies. Let's be real here. They watch some really, really dumb shit. And somehow they get, they get along with it perfectly. I want to remember my kid. That's what I'm about. That's something that is so, so wow. much more important. There you go. I want to remember my kid. Very cool, Rufio. Let me just, um, in fact, let me for this, let me get his kid up here to watch him. I'm just going to roll that back. I want to hear that one more time. He's, he needs to remember his kid. He's finally admitting it. Let's watch that one more time. I want to remember my kid. That's what I'm about. That's something Very that is so, so much more important to me than good. anything else. I want to remember the most corny, dumb, and redundant shit. It should be documented. And there's a reason for this because with... And with any with any amount of hope or luck, people are gonna get a kick out of this. So what are we gonna do? What's the first thing we're gonna do on the internet? Wait, I'm gonna what? I'm gonna put my fist through a mirror. What? I'm going to. People believe that a mirror is bad luck. <laughs> okay. Um. You know what? Before when I watched this, I stopped it after the kid thing. I was so taken aback. Apparently, what he was trying to say was. He wants to remember his inner child, and instead he said, I want to remember my kid, but he actually said that because he he forgot he actually has a kid, and so that that would be confusing to say, so sorry, little guy. Uh, Daddy's not coming home for Father's Day this year. Sorry. <laughs> Going to be another quiet Daddy's Day for the young tyke, but anyway, <laughs> that is... That's Rufio Fionix. So I'm going to punch a fucking mirror. And no, shut up. We'll go over the mirror punching next week. In fact, please, you haven't uploaded that video yet, Rufio. Please upload that video. I'm actually very excited for the stuff that Rufio is saying he's going to be doing on his new channel. His, he's rebranded himself entirely. I think we should be supporting Rufio again. That's why I want to do an episode on him this coming Sunday because I've seen him trying to turn over this new leaf and be a new guy and be more entertaining and stuff. And I think 
we're ready to be friends with him again. So I hope everybody will go encourage him. Positive comments, big thumbs up. He's opened up the comment section again. I'm not being sarcastic here either. Two big thumbs up all the time. Two big thumbs up, okay? That's him. Imagine what his baby mama's Facebook page looks like. Rufio still owes me child support. He ain't shit memes. Uh, Rufio's busy playing video games. And again, guys, please, we're going to give him a chance here. Let's let's be nice to Rufio. He's rebranding everything, and it looks like the stuff he has coming is going to be pretty fucking sick. So I want to give him our full support, and in part to that, part of the support of that is, of course, buying the brand new shirt of the summer, ladies and gentlemen, the Rufio Fionic shirt. Oops, that was the wrong button. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the Rufio Fionics t-shirt, an illegal t-shirt. This is the uh, brand new shirt in our store, potawful.shop. If you don't know about it, get it. Come on, podawful.shop. Get it while you still can. This may be a collector's item one day. This shirt looks so fucking dope. And if you love the Rufio stuff, every Rufioism, like all the best Rufioisms, they're all hidden all over this shirt. This design, hand drawn by me. Beautiful design. Love it. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, it's the shirt of the summer. Get the shirt now, podawful.shop. We don't run ads. We don't have sponsors. We don't have masters. So we can do whatever content we want here. You know, the Vox adpocalypse, who cares, okay? They take down my YouTube channel. I'll just come back tomorrow. No big deal, all right? That's how I run things here. I don't have to fear this shit. It's awesome. But the way we do that, selling the merch, selling the T-shirts, and also the pizza fund. So get yourself a Rufio shirt. If you don't know Rufio, get yourself a $12 subscription to the pizza fund, potawful.pizza, and you're going to fucking love that content. I guarantee it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. And all I like to say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook, potawful.com slash cult. Support the show. Join the pizza fun. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. Potawful dot pizza. P-I-C-C-A. And by the way, quick programming note, there will be a Primo episode tomorrow on a Monday, believe it or not. We will be having a $12 episode in the Pizza Fund tomorrow night, okay? So get in that Pizza Fund if you're not already in there. And thanks to everybody who already bought this shirt. By the way, it's a bestseller already. If you don't have it, you're going to look really stupid this summer walking around not wearing the greatest shirt ever designed honestly um this just got serious wait what just got serious what happened jesse should make throw blankets oh yeah i saw somebody asked uh how big are the shirt like what's the biggest size you can get i don't know like i don't know three four five x i mean you know you could be pretty fat and still wear this shirt we got some pretty fat guys out there still wearing this shirt so uh you'll find something your size trust me potawful.shop if you want it 
Before we call my dad, I do want to play this uh, one video. We've got one video from a guy, a brand new goon, a brand new Stroud boy, friend of the show, Charles Howell, one of our few actual loving fathers out there. We, uh, of course, profiled him on our last free episode. This is called Conversation with Chinny, and he's talking to his daughter in this one. Let's take a listen to this. Cynthia's trying to censor all the stuff that I put on YouTube now. He's telling me, no, you can't put that on YouTube. No, you can't put that on YouTube. Dad, I only said that once because I didn't want that one video. Oh. See, he's embarrassing his poor daughter. Oh, okay, okay. So just one thing I did was inappropriate. No, my videos are not inappropriate. Not all of them. Some of them are pretty good. I think all of them are pretty good. I think, Charles, your daughter should probably get fucking smacked in the face. Hit her. Hit her on camera. Charles's son, though, very cool. If you watch Friday Night Hangout Explosion, our Friday shows, I actually played a video from Charles's son who's learning to be a trucker. One of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Check that out. Uh... Shout out to Charles, his whole family. Happy Father's Day to Charles, and thank you so much for all these shout outs on your channel. Ever since you uh, were interviewed by me, he's <laughs> he puts a link to my website in the description of all of his videos now. He mentions me in almost every video now. It's crazy. So thank you so much, Charles. Happy Father's Day. Had to give you a shout out. All right, let's call my dad, see what he's up to for Daddy's Day. Calling Dad. Here we go. God, I hope this fucking works. I told him to be ready for the show. He's going to let it ring this many times. Hello. Hey, remember me? It's your son. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Happy Daddy's Day. Thank you. Now, uh, where are you right now? Upstairs? Huh? Right, where are you right now? Upstairs? Upstairs? I, <laughs> I'm making a joke because people think that I live in my parents' basement despite being a 33-year-old <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> anyway, how's it going? Alrighty. Did you go to Goodwill? Yeah. How'd that go? Good? Uh, well, I mean, we've, we're having monsoon rains down here right now, so... And and nobody was on the platform. I don't think anybody was there, so I just left the crap on the platform. <laughs> I thought you were going into the store. You just went to like the the depot thing and just dropped crap off in the rain. Yeah. Was it in a well, bag? Well, I mean, I mean, uh, other people had dropped stuff off too, so I just went ahead and did it. <laughs> it it was in a bag though, like a plastic bag. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had it in a bag. All right. Well, there you go. I'm sure that I'm sure that'll go to a good cause. All that wet, moldy laundry you left. Hey, a lot of a lot of it, a lot of it was brand new. Still had the stickers on it and all. Where I never wore the clothes and all. So. Why didn't you ever wear them? <sighs> well, you know, you go in and you look at them. You say, "Oh yeah, I look good in that." And then you get home and say, "Man, did I buy that?" Jeez. I mean, I feel like you could say that about a lot of the clothes you wear. My, my dad, right. my dad lives in Florida, and uh, which means now most of his clothing is um, the brand Salt Life. <laughs> yeah. What is that? That just happened out of nowhere. Just everybody there now wears Salt Life. 
I don't know. I guess it's got something to do with the water. I well, don't know. <laughs> I would say that's pretty obvious, but it, <laughs> it, it, they're like the new Big Johnson shirt. Huh? Yeah, I've seen some of those. You, <laughs> do you remember those shirts? See, the joke, uh, about, I don't know yeah. if you know this, Dad, the joke about those shirts is that little fellow, that geeky little fellow in there, the reason he has all those ladies around him, do you know? No. You don't know why he's got all those ladies around him? Well, no, I, I guess it's because of his Johnson. I don't know. Well, yes, of course it's because <laughs> of his Johnson. Jeez. I mean, you don't use language like that on a, on a television program like this. I mean, we've got children watching. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even know if people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Big Johnson shirts. That might be a little inside bit. Do people remember what Big Johnson is? This guy right here? He's got he's always got babes around him, but he's a little dork. But uh as you can see, I'm showing a picture right now, Dad. As you can see, they've put a sticker over his crotch, which is implying that what is it again, Dad? Huh? What is it again? That what does that imply? I guess it's something to do with his Johnson. Okay, something to do with it. I mean, his name is Big Johnson. What do you think? All right, anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, there you go. This is not a good intro into uh, the fact that I wanted to talk to you to sort of give people an idea of where I get my sense of humor from. You don't even understand that a man is named Big Johnson because of his Big Johnson, but okay. Uh, so I wanted to, uh, you know, I realized after I talked to you earlier today that, um, I should probably show that video we made on a free episode where more people can see it. So I wanted to show the video we made. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. So and I, you're pretty proud of this video, right? Yes. You're... I mean, when <laughs> we made it like what, three, four months ago, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, in February. Um, February, I think got almost 500 views. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a that's a lot. Um, so uh, hopefully we can get it some more by playing it for free for everybody here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to now for starters, Dad, you're what 74 years old? Yep. Okay. So at se- my dad's birthday this past February, 74, I went down to Florida to celebrate the birthday. He says to me he wants to make a video, and it turns out. He wanted to make it, and some of you guys have already seen this. I hope you're fine with already, you know, watching this again, but it'll be fun to watch it with my dad. So he told me he wants to make basically his first troll video. He's 74 years old. All of a sudden, he's going to be trolling on the internet like me. So uh, a little bit of backstory on this. My mom paints rocks, <laughs> which is, I guess, a hobby. And... So you, in order to to sort of help her with that, you now cut rocks. Is that right? Well, it's it's a lot of people that paint rocks, believe it or not. It's I a know. big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah. It, probably some of your moms out there are painting rocks, or your aunt. Right. Yeah. Right. And But, uh, you know, a painted rock is a painted rock. I mean, so I said, well, it's some kind of way I can take her to the next level. So I started cutting out rocks and, uh, you know, different shapes, faces of people, stuff like that. Uh, A lot lot of different. 
you're a you're a tile man. You cut tile before, uh, so you figure you can cut a rock. Oh yeah, I now, can cut a rock. Now, what is the easiest type of rock to cut? Uh, well, the the kind that I cut mostly here is is called a Santorini. A Santorini which comes from Greece. And everybody, yeah. they've seen the rocks you help with uh, to cut for mom and stuff. You know, they've all got these Facebook groups for these rock painting clubs and stuff. So they all share their designs and everything. People see this, they get real jealous of your cut rocks, right? Oh yeah. Because you're cutting them into all these fancy shapes and stuff. You've made a book. You've made a cross. You've made, what else have you made? Oh, geez. I've, I've done, uh, uh, made a Bible, uh, Michael Jackson doing his uh, dance uh, on his toes, uh, Jerry Garcia. Right. Uh, it's, it's hundreds. I've done hundreds. And would things. you say Jews rock? Huh? Would you say Jews rock? Jude Rock. There you go. So anyway, I so you so everybody wants to know how do you cut these? Uh oh, hang on a second, Dad. You still there? Yeah. Okay, hang on a second. My stream cut out for a second there. I think we're still good. Okay, I think I'm back. Looks like we're back. I'm gonna give that a second. Hope we're okay. Um, so everybody wants to know that you uh, how you cut these rocks, how you cut these Santorini rocks, and you're tired of getting asked this. So you thought. The best way to handle it is to make a troll video that's sort of making a fake way of how you do this, right? Right. Because you don't want them to know how to cut them, then you wouldn't be special. Exactly. Yeah. If you tell everybody your secret, then they're all doing it, and it's right. not as cool that you're doing it anymore. I do want to point out that the stream went down immediately after my set. My dad said, "Jews rock." Anyway, so I'm going to play the video. You'll you'll only be able to hear it, of course. But I'm going to play the video for people. It's going to be a little difficult for the audio only people out there to follow along with. I'm sure. Uh, oh my God! Hang on a second. My whole system here is uh, getting real slow. Dad, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, give me just a second here. Having a little bit of technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. I think everything's still working. Um, <laughs> deception. Do no, not crack rocks, everyone. Please, we're uh, a nice, normal family. I'm going to uh, slow some stuff down here for a second. Hang on. See if I can get this working right again. I'm a little bit out of sync. Sorry, it's a live show, guys. You know, it's I'm not Steven Crowder. I do it live. I got to figure this stuff out on my own. I don't have a whole team behind me. What is going on? It is uh it's acting real slow. Let me just see if I can get this video to even play. We've had a lot of people Okay, it's the sound, but the video is not playing. What is going on? I don't know why I can't get it. Well, look at this. I might have to uh I might have to stop and start this over or something. I don't know. We've had a lot of people asking us. What is going on? Why is it giving me so much trouble? Oh, yeah. Video output low, it says. There's no reason for any of this. Everything should be fine. We've had a lot of people asking us. Okay, there we go. All right. I think everything is working now. It says video output low, but it looks like my system's back in control here. I'm going to try to keep it going. Buffering, they're saying in the chat room. Sorry, Dad. Hang on a second. Stream is farting out. Yeah, yeah. give it... All right, hang on. Let me type to them. Give it a second. It will work again. I'm sure. Maybe hit refresh. Um, 
should be fine here in a second. There's no reason on my end that it should be doing this. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> well, geez, why is it? Man, it's buffering at such, I mean, it's uh, streaming at such a high bit rate. What the heck is going on? Man, all right. Maybe a lot of people is watching it right now. <laughs> well, I can see how many people are watching it. It ain't that. We've had more people watching before. <laughs> I took last week off, so people forgot I even exist at this point. Uh, I'm going to let me let me hit refresh myself on some stuff here and see if I can't get this thing working right again. Uh, all right, let's get that going. There we go. The video is kvetching. I'm waking up. Stream is back. Now it's good, they're saying. Still says video output low on my end, but hopefully everything's all right. I'm going to... Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. We'll see what happens. So for the audio people out there, I'm, I'll try my best to keep you up to date on what's going on in this video. But basically, my dad is showing a way to cut these Santorini rocks and uh, it is not the real way to do it, <laughs> okay? We're making a, a parody hoax video here. Um, we'll, we'll try to keep up with it. We've had a lot of people asking us how we cut and carve these rocks, and I'm gonna give you a demonstration of how I do it. May not be the right way, I don't know, it's my way. I'm gonna show you the tools that I use, and the rock that I'm going to show you how to cut and carve. This is a Santorini. You're going to need a plastic spoon. You're going to need a sharp razor knife. You're going to need a pair of scissors. You're going to need a file. You're going to need a brush, a marker, an eraser, a reciprocating saw. <laughs> You're gonna need three eggs. <laughs> You're gonna need a little bit. Now the eggs. Now some of these were your ideas. Some of these are mine as to the <laughs> items you will need to do this. I I will take uh, full responsibility for the eggs, but I believe reciprocating saw and scissors were yours. Yeah. Okay. A bit of salt. The first thing we do. We fill up a sink with hot water. This will take just a few minutes. All right, we've got the sink uh, filled with water now. We're gonna put our Santorini rock in it. The purpose for that is to soften it up. <laughs> we wanna leave it in the water for at least 24 hours. So 24 hours of, of a rock and water, and it's gonna be a nice soft rock. Right. A rock like it's a it's like a, a marble. That's how hard it is. Yeah, I mean this is a real rock. Like Santorini rocks are what, they're from Greece, right? Yeah. Yeah. So these are it's a real type of rock. It's a it's a you know well known very smooth white rock, uh, and yeah, like it's marble like, but that's what makes it good for carving. But it's it's a right. heavy hard to carve rock. Uh, nevertheless, it's a rock. It's a rock. And so everybody's like, how do you do it? Well, of course, you soften it up with water, but it's not just water. There's more to the trick. At this point, we're going to go ahead and salt the water. You got to salt the water. Now, if you don't, if you don't salt the water, you're basically, you're screwed the whole process up. A little bit. That's going to make the process go a little bit quicker. 
and we're going to go ahead and put our two eggs. And, of course, you need two eggs in there as well. The two eggs is what really does the softening. At this point also. I mean, if you think about it, if if water just made rocks soft, every time it rains, you'd be stepping in mud. So you need the eggs to release the rock enzymes that will make it temporarily soft. And everything has to stay in here for 24 hours for the softening process. And if you look, and make sure you, you pay attention to this part. The rock is, of course, at the bottom of the sink with the eggs. You know, it's uh, we're going to leave it in there for 24 hours. All right, and now we're going to wait. All right, we're back. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been, been 24, 24 hours. 24 hours. We're going to take this Santorini out of the water. And if you look here, now the rock is floating. And the eggs are <laughs> the eggs are mysteriously gone. It's been in soap now. And as you can see, it has softened up considerably. <laughs> yes. And he's, for the audio people, he's pressing down on the rock and it just keeps floating back to the top now. Now we're gonna take it out, dry it off a little bit, and we're gonna transfer a pattern onto it. I'm going to set it over here on this so y'all can see it. All right. We've got that pattern here. We're going to do just a simple cross. Nice Christian cross. But you can do a whole lot different shapes than a cross. Uh, We're going to take a magic marker. All right. I'm going to be tracing around this pattern onto the Santorini rock. So he traces the pattern. All right, we've we've got the uh, pattern traced onto the Santorini now, and uh, we're gonna be doing the cutting in just a second, and we need to do it real quick while the rock is still nice and soft. But (laughs) yeah, if you wait till it gets hard again, what was the point of the 24 hours of egg bath? And just to be clear for the people listening to the audio version, you don't crack the eggs. You put them in whole, okay? And they're not soft-boiled. They are full, just a regular egg. But here, let's go over the tools. What the, you know, you you mentioned the tools already, but let's go over what each of them do. These tools and why we're going to use them or why they may be used. We're probably going to do most of the cutting with our razor knife. File is for getting into the places where we need to smooth it up a little bit. The brush is to keep knocking the dust off the rock. The spoon is for <laughs> dipping into the water and putting on the rock to keep it as soft as we can. That was improv, too. You're going through these. You just improvised these things. But I didn't know what you were going to do with that stupid spoon. It's just, it's just a really long-handled plastic spoon, but... A, Apparently, you need to continuously pour the water onto the rock with a spoon. So that makes sense. The eraser is for removing any of the pattern we don't want. With a magic marker, (laughs) yeah. The scissors are for the delicate inside corners and that type of stuff. The reciprocating (laughs) saw is some of these rocks. All right. <laughs> okay, well, missed that one. That was an editing mistake. Oh well. Right, I'm gonna start cutting it now. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what the reciprocating saw is for. Uh, moving the pattern. We try to make it in in one continuous cut. Don't try to do it in little increments. No. 
we go. All right, now he's cutting the rock, and look, knife goes right in it. So it did soften up. Hard, but it's much softer after it's been in the water. It's one cut. <laughs> looks, looks like it's a lot lighter now too. <laughs> all right, we've got that Santorini all cut out now, and it's as you can see, it's getting nice and hard. We've still got some. Uh, so see, uh, you give it a little while. You stop putting the egg bath on it. Hardens right back up. It's a normal rock again. And you'd think people could figure this out on their own. They wouldn't have to come to you to ask how to do this. Seems obvious when you lay it all out like this, but uh, you know, and it's a pretty good-looking cross. I mean, you really did cut that for the video, um, but uh, there's obviously a little imperfection still left on it. So let's see how we get rid of those. We've got to smooth up and fine-tune. Uh, but right now, we're going to go ahead and put our egg, last egg in, and turn the heat all the way up on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, of course, there were three eggs. So we had to figure out something to do with the third one. So now we're just boiling the third egg on the stove. We'll see what happens with that. All right, we've done a little bit of fine-tuning on the Santorini and it looks like we're going to have to do just a little bit more. Oh, Alright, as you can see <laughs> we got into those close areas. Alright, so again, a little bit of an editing mistake there. We, had, we There were some technical difficulties, but as you can see, everything's patched up now. With the reciprocating saw and now we're going to have to use the file to get it all smoothed down. Alright, uh, we've gone ahead and done our smoothing up of the rough edges with our file and we're going to now brush off the dust and that pretty much <laughs> is how you cut a Santorini and carve a Santorini. There you go. So I mean that's a that's good it. video. Really explains everything you need to know about it. If you guys want to watch this video, even share this video on your own, I recommend you do. Go give it a like for my dad. He's very proud of this. You know, this is all his idea. Uh, it's on a channel called K's Good Cooking. <laughs> so look for K's Good Cooking on YouTube uh, or type in how to cut Santorini. It'll actually be the first. Thing. You, you know, I Googled it to find it myself, and it's a big recommended feature on Google. If you type oh, it in, it? yeah, it's like it's the first thing that pops up if you type in how to cut a Santorini, and it's like a <laughs> highlighted recommended video for this. Um, and I do want to go over the. Uh, it's only got a couple comments on it, but the <laughs> one of the comments is really good. So I do want to go over that real quick. Um, Christina Hanlon, and now you tell me, Dad, that Christina Hanlon is a, a famous artist. Is that right? She's an artist out of California, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, what is she, is she known for, like, the rock painting, or what is it? Uh, no, I think, I think, actually, I think it's, you know, painting on canvas and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So she's a pretty well-known artist. She says, I can't believe it would be this easy. I am going to try it when I get home, <laughs> which, which I hope she did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder how deep into it she got before she stopped trying. I mean, was it egg number three or was it the part where you bleed all over the counter? Um, 
So then Elizabeth, one of our listeners, replies to her. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth's great. She says, how did it turn out? And Christina replies, it's a hoax. <laughs> so she, she figured it out. But Elizabeth, un, undeterred from this, this is such a good comment. She says, and Dad, you, you told me about this comment. I actually hadn't seen this until yeah. you told me. Um, Elizabeth says, really? It worked for me. Mine was a little harder to cut than he showed, though, but I was using one less egg. <laughs> that is so funny. That is, that is really so funny. I managed to get the blade through despite that, though. What did you try? So if everybody could please go encourage Christina to at least try two eggs before she calls this a hoax, that would be really nice. Give it a view. Give it a like. and. Tell Christina how it's really done. I think would be nice. Um, have you heard any other comments about the video, Dad, from like the rock groups or anything like that? Well, well, mom, mom is you know, people in the rock groups have have looked at it and all. That they want me to make another one. <laughs> oh, so they're like now they want it to be a series of your silly videos. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Did you have to explain to the... Well, now you're going to have to do a video on how to edit a video <laughs> to show them <laughs> to show them that you don't know how to do that either. Um, <laughs> I could throw that... I, I, mean, I mean, it was pretty good for being spontaneous, right? I it mean, was. You told me about it that day, and then we shot yeah. it. That was it. Yeah. Didn't, ha- didn't even have to... It, believe it or not, there was no script. <laughs> Um, nah. s- speaking of, sp- of course, it took half of the night to clean that one egg up. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Listen to Friday Night Hangout Explosion if you want the story on the egg mess I made. Um, but speaking of scripts, I do have something here I wanted to uh, go over with you. I've actually got a lot of paperwork here, um, but I think this will also give a peek behind the uh, curtain as to where my sense of humor comes from to some degree. Uh, you know, when I when I think about like jokes and stuff, and like a like adults being funny rather than just people on TV, uh, like as a kid, you know, I think about when uh, you and Uncle Jerry would get together, and I it was it was odd to me at first <laughs> as a kid that adults would just say jokes to one another. I thought that was very strange, but you guys would always be joking around. Um. And I have here something that, (laughs) from Christmas, I was given a packet, (laughs) a writing packet, from Uncle Jerry on Christmas, and I think he wanted me to go over this on this show. I've just been sitting on this gold mine for all these months, but I thought this would be a good time to do it. Um, I'm only going to go over one of these for the uh, main show here tonight, but... Uh, yeah, I think I'll do this one. The, uh, I've got here the United States Military Archives Department, Washington, D.C. So can you tell the people out there what this is exactly? He was telling us about we had a, uh, a family member who was in the Army, something like that, right? What, what is this exactly? I, I, you'd have to, you'd have to go into it to, to refresh my memory on what what okay. he does so many. I don't. Uh, okay. He, yeah, uh, he does all the research on our family archives here. So, 
Let me. Uh, I'll. I'll just. Oh, 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 I think I know what you're talking about. He, well, he was telling us the story. Now we don't. You know, I mean, I don't know about you, Dad. I don't know anything about our family, really. I don't know that much. Um, so you know, I'm always learning stuff when uh, we all get together, all these stories and everything. And he was telling us a story about this guy named Stymie Stroud. <laughs> who was in the military and he actually wrote it all down so that I could remember it. You know, I don't have a very good memory and uh, I guess you don't either. So I'll read it to you and, and maybe you can give some uh, commentary on this if you do recall any of this. But again, United States Military Archive Department request information on name Stroud, Stymie D, nickname Dookie. Born February 25th, 1844, died October 17th, 1914, hometown Crappy Pines, Pennsylvania, uh, which I didn't know we had Strouds up in Pennsylvania. I thought we were more Southern than that, but all right. Um, No, that's where they settled in at. Oh, they settled there. Okay. Uh, Married Bertha Hindquarters, nicknamed Big Butt. Children, Jaime, son, you know, so Stymie and Jaime, um, and his daughter's name was Slipknot, <laughs> which is, is that a family name? What was your grandmother's name? What was your grandmother's name? Oh, Jess. What? I thought it might be Slipknot. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know what don't it is right name? now. Your mom's name was, your mom's name though was, uh, what was it again? Huh? Your mom's name. Last name? No. For, I, oh, you mean her name? <laughs> yeah, her last name. <laughs> I, I can't think of well, it. Her, well, her maiden name? Or are no, you talking about her name? Her Just, first name. <laughs> her given huh? name. Her given name. Her Christian name. Well, the name, name was Josephine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josephine Gay Hicks. Whoa. We say LGBT now, okay? We don't say, uh, you can't yeah, use the a, G a, word. A lot of girls were named gay. Well, you can't, again, lesbian maybe, but um, anyway, this, <laughs> this one's name is Slipknot. Uh, military <laughs> Union Army 69th <laughs> Infantry Irregulars, <laughs> rank 1st Sergeant Mobile Latrine Platoon. <laughs> Okay, uh, clearly I'm si- I've been sitting on this gold mine here for months now, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Well, let me read this to you. <clears throat> Stymie Stroud entered the Army at the age of 18 years. He was a farm boy in the mountains of Pennsylvania near the Crappy River. Stymie's favorite hobby was wrestling turtles from the Crappy River. <laughs> when the call went out for volunteers, Stymie signed up looking forward to wrestling them southern snapping turtles. Now poor Stymie spoke with a lisp and sometimes said things a little different. When the army recruiter asked Stymie what he was good at, he said, turtle wrestling, sir. That's turtle spelled T-U-R-D-L-E. That's his accent, his Pennsylvania accent. Turtle wrestling, sir. So of course the recruiter thought he said turd wrestling, so he assigned him to the mobile latrine platoon. Well, 
Growing up on a farm, Stymie had cows, chickens, horses, you name it. Stymie was no stranger to crap. So the other soldiers gave Stymie his nickname, Dookie. (laughs) He became a a camp favorite, and all the men knew they could count on Dookie when it came time to take a dump. Dookie always had a good supply of only the softest leaves for wiping he could find. Dookie, Dookie quickly rose to the rank of first sergeant and wore his silver toilet seat proudly on his collar. Dookie was the first to invent the Heine cup worn by soldiers in battle. So when they got scared, they didn't ruin their pants. Uh, This is a true story, right? This is our real relative. A lot of people don't know we're related to famous people like this. You told me one time we're related to the Birdman of Alcatraz. Yeah, Robert Stroud. Robert yeah. Stroud, the Birdman of Alcatraz. That's right. So this is Stymie Stroud. Stymie had one wish that he hoped to achieve before getting out. All he ever heard while sitting around the latrine at night was what a great soldier R.E. Lee was and that, and that there's a man whose crap don't stink. Stymie thought if he could just meet such a man, wow. Well, he never met General Lee. It's odd that he was in Pennsylvania and yet a <laughs> he was a rebel <laughs> in the Civil War. That, is, that seems a little strange, but okay. Um, there's a, wow. Well, he never met General Lee. And when the war was over, Stymie went back to the hills of Pennsylvania, met and married Bertha Big Butt Hindquarters, Bertha's butt was so big, it would take two billy goats to butt it. (laughs) (laughs) They they moved into town and started a business. The town folk all laughed and poked fun at Stymie, but today his son Jaime and daughter Slipknot have the most successful porta potty business in all of Pennsylvania. Stymie's mottos were, if it goes kerplop, I'll be there when it drops. And a fart is just so much stinky air, but a good turd is for those who care. Seems like more of a rhyme than a motto, but okay. More of a comment, really. Stymie was one heck of a man, but you may want to think twice before you shook hands. Stymie, Stymie, pa- <laughs> well, come on, Dad, don't laugh at our history. This is a great man. Stymie passed, he invented the uh, Heine Cup. Stymie passed away in 1914 and moved on to that big crapper in the sky. They put him in a doggy bag and buried him in a bronze pooper scooper. So every time you get those cramps in your stomach, think of old Dookie and wipe real good. General of the... This was signed, apparently. General of the United States Archives Department, Major General look at me stool so there you go. What do you, what do you think of that? Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. I mean, that's... I don't know why he didn't try out for SNL. Uh, With a packet like that, you could get a lot of... I have a lot of papers here, though. Um, 
I think a lot of them are Christmas related. You know, I want to read I, what I'll probably do. We'll do a pod after show. Okay, we're gonna do a pod after show for you guys out there. I'm gonna read the rest of these on on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's it, it's a whole lot better ones than that. There, <laughs> you're saying that's one of the lessers. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that joke? Uh, this is the first one I really remember, but I don't remember the whole joke, but do you remember the one about the, um, Indian tribe names? Do you know that one? No. You guys were telling it when I was real little and I, I can't, I, the only thing I can say that I remember from it, it's kind of giving away the part of the joke, but I, I was, I wanted to see if you remembered it. It's, uh, they were like, I think it's like four Indian tribe names and, and it's the, uh, or it, it might not be Indian. It might be African. <laughs> um, it's some sort of tribe names. The, one of them was the Motisas. Do you remember that? I, I kind of remember it, but I, I, I can't remember jokes to save my life. And I hear good ones every morning. I hear good jokes. <laughs> Are they all tell the old fellows at the uh, Burger King are telling good jokes? Yeah. Yeah, but I I just can't remember them. Tell them about the old guys at Burger King you hang out with. Uh, he, he's not doing too good. I don't think he's going to last much longer. He's 94 oh, years well, old. Oh, God. All right. Well, we already had one guy die in uh, this episode. Right, come he's on, been, man. He's been drawing Social Security for 40 years. <laughs> he's been drawing Social Security. Jesus Christ. Well, all right. <laughs> Do you think they thought that was going to ever happen? No, <laughs> obviously not. No, and by the time I'm 65, they'll have raised the age. I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, I do remember one he told. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was yesterday he told it, I believe. All right, let's hear it. I do remember. Uh, these two brothers uh, in the eight, 1860s, I believe it was, uh, lived on a farm in Missouri. And uh, they they just didn't like the farm life, you know. It just wasn't for them. So they they figured they'd head out west and uh, and become cowboys. So they took off heading west. They got as far as Kansas, and uh, they ran out of money and all. So they figured they'd rustle some horses. So. They stole horses, and of course, they got caught. Well, you know what they do with horse thieves. What's that? Uh, they hang them. Uh, hang them high. But in, in Kansas, there's no trees in Kansas. So they hung them down a well, and they became known as the two well-hung Gallagher brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is the guy who didn't know what Big Johnson meant. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we're going to let you go on a high note, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Thanks for joining us. All right. All right. See you later. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Uh, there you go. There's my dad. Um, dad jokes. That's it. Daddy's day. Dad jokes. What did you think? Did you like the video? Go check out that video again. Search for it. How to cut Santorini rock. You'll find it on Google. K's good cooking is the channel it's on. Give it a like, give it a comment, give it a view, give it a share, whatever you want to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, 
I've got a bunch of other stuff here, a bunch of more ridiculous stuff written by my uncle who thinks he, <laughs> he is a real comedian. So, uh, I mean, I had a, this had a paper clip on it and everything. That's how official this docket was. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go into a pod after show, and I'm going to be so nice. I'm going to put this behind the $1 section of the pizza fund. $1. You get a whole second show tonight, and we're doing a show tomorrow night, okay? I'm making up for last week. You like that? Pod after show, $1. Sign up, podawful.pizza. You sign up for this. Not only do you get the immediate access to our live stream tonight, you also get an archive of uh, over 50 hours worth of content in just the $1 section. Nobody is a greater guy than Jesse the greatest guy. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, if you do want to check out our show tomorrow night, that's going to be in the $12 section. Uh, we'll see what's going on on Wednesday. And of course, every Friday, we have our $6 level show, Friday night hangout explosion. Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Podawful.pizza. We'll be live over there in just a minute. Just give it a minute. Check it out if you haven't already joined. And until next time, happy Daddy's Day and have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the pizza fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. I am six foot seven, 235 pounds, and completely unstoppable. I tower over my father. <laughs>